hello and welcome to In The Growth Space podcast. I'm David, I'm your host. Really, really grateful that you're here with me once again. Um, Looking forward to bringing you another solo episode and some thoughts that I've had here today. Um, And and it's a a subject that I think is really crucial for um, every leader. It doesn't matter what level you're at, but every leader needs to um, be able to lead change in the chaotic world that we live in. And so today's episode is really all about leading change in a chaotic world. And uh, but before we get to that, let me just say um, we are getting to the end of season two. It's hard to believe that we're getting to the end. Uh, we only have one more episode. So if you would, would you please um, go out and like and subscribe and review um, give us a great rating um, on the, whatever podcast platform you're on, whatever podcast app you're using. Um, we'd really appreciate it because it's going to help us to grow the influence and grow the impact of uh, this this podcast. The second thing that I'd love for you to do, if you would be so kind, is just to feed back to us um, what you've really enjoyed about this season. Uh, maybe there's a, a, a person that I interviewed or uh, a subject matter that we tackled that was really impactful for you, and I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear what really resonated with you. So thank you again for, for joining. Um, today, I, I'm going to explore this area of, of leadership in, in terms of leading through change and, and leading into change and, and how, they, how leaders can navigate through change in these turbulent times. And let's face it, it doesn't matter whether we're in a pandemic or out of a pandemic, um, our world is changing faster then we are capable of, of adapting to it. I, I'm, it. It's just one of those issues that is really, really prevalent right now. And so we have to find ways to be able to navigate our way through it and to lead others through a rapidly changing world. And if you've been a leader um, over the past few years, um, you've had the opportunity to be really pushed into the deep end of the pool, <laughs> as it were, it's really been a rough road for a lot of leaders and and you know we've all traveled this road uh, together if you've been in leadership for you know any length of time over the past few years um, and, and I've personally seen some really great leaders and some really great leadership um, through this through this time and I've also seen some challenging uh, leadership as well but let's just start with the basics uh, about this subject and, and really think about what's the role of the leader in times of chaos and uncertainty. Well, if you think about it, really the role of a leader is uh, to provide stability and direction and frankly, hope. Uh, it's really not about making decisions, even though we have to make decisions, but it's really also about inspiring people uh, inspiring them to believe in a better future and inspire them to come along despite not being able to see what the future holds. And so leaders have to be the voice of, of reason. They have to be able to provide clear vision um, and, and really help people to see where they want to take their teams, where they want to take their organizations. So being able to clearly articulate that is really important. And not only that, but 
I think more than anything, leaders who who do lead well through chaotic times have this ability to guide people's thinking and to help them to think differently, maybe even think beyond where their their own own capability is is at at the moment, but really helping them to to look beyond their circumstances. I think that's a really important attribute of, of great leaders who, who lead well in, in chaotic times. And, you know, so often it's so easy for us to get sucked into negative thinking and thinking about, you know, the bad things that have happened or the, the, the difficulties that we're facing. And, and we can get pulled into, you know, just being so fatalistic and seeing all these things wrong that we don't uh, allow ourselves to reframe and, and to uh, help our, our own teams um, see things differently or help ourselves see things differently. And I think that that's really where being able to ask better questions comes into play. You know, I teach our emerging leaders that the quality of their questions is really the way that you can see clearly um different opportunities and, and, and see opportunities that might be lying in front of you um, that you aren't seeing at the moment. So asking a different question is like putting on uh, a, a pair of glasses. You know, our glasses, um, when we put them on, they change what we see and it actually changes what we see before it gets into our eyes. And so if you think of a good question, if you if you pose a better question, what I would call a generative question, a question that focuses on possibilities and not deficits, you're going to get a different result and you're going to get a different answer even before it reaches your mind. And so I, I really like the, the analogy or the, the, um, the metaphor of, of using um, our, our, our questions as the lens through which we, we see the world because it really does make a difference. And, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, after you finish this one, make sure you go back to, uh, to season uh, two, episode 41, um, because I talk about the different types of questions that a, a leader can ask. And I think that that will be really helpful for you if you didn't hear that last episode. But sometimes we need questions that are going to really ground us in the current moment because um, we all need to make sure that we're in the moment and and that helps us to be really present and, and aware of the situations that we're in. You know, there are questions like, um, why does this matter? What, why does what we do matter? And why does it matter now? Why does it matter to our team, to our company, to the world? And when we answer those questions, it really gets us focused in on the why of what we're doing. And you know, other times we need questions that help us to reframe our situations and circumstances. And, and that's perfectly normal. Um, reframing just allows us to put different lenses on. So questions like, what does this make possible for us? Or how might we overcome this obstacle? We're, we're looking at the possibilities. We're, we're asking questions 
that lead us to possibilities rather than a, a question that leads us to a deficit in overcoming a problem. But as I've said often, and I think I even said it last week, that questions are a leader's best friend. I mean, especially if you are leading through chaotic times, it really makes a difference if you can pose better questions and be prepared to be curious. And in, and in chaotic times, there is a lot of uncertainty. And so how do we deal with that? How do we deal with this uncertainty around change? Because let's face it, we all face that, that uncertainty when we're, we're, we're leading through change. Well, honestly, I think one of the things that we need to be able to be doing is getting uncomfortable on a regular basis because I think leaders have to be comfortable with ambiguity and they also have to have the ability to, to make decisions even when they don't have all the information that they think they need. I mean, if you think about it, we never have 100% of, of the data that we really need. I mean, we're never really 100% sure of anything, are we? I mean, I, I, could, I could plan to you know, go to the grocery store and, and, and I think in my mind that I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to come back. But nobody really knows that. That's, that's putting things out into the future and there's a lot of variables, right? There could be, there could be traffic and, and there could be um, an accident. I, I could get in an accident. Somebody could hit me and I don't come back. So, I mean, just think about how we make decisions. We have to be able to um, make decisions with the information that we have, get as much as we possibly can, but be ready to make decisions when we only have maybe 50% or 60% or or 70% of the information that we need. As long as we can get the data that we need to help us to make a decision, we have to be comfortable making that decision without 100% certainty. So how else? How else um, do, do leaders face uh, leading change? Um, we have to we have to be open to, to feedback and, and looking at feedback loops and, and being able to adapt and change because circumstances change all the time. So we have to be adaptable um, when we get that feedback. And so I think it's really important to have a, a more flexible approach that um, allows us to, to just a, a accommodate the twists and turns of life and the twists and turns of, of business. And so... Um, I, I was thinking about this and I did a little bit of research um, in just thinking about some leaders who have adapted to change. And there, there really are two leaders that I was going to highlight. Um, one is um, Satya Nadella and, and, and Satya is the CEO of Microsoft and um, he took over the reins of Microsoft back in 2014 and, 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 and he, the, the company was struggling. Um, because there was so much uh, change in, in the technology landscape. And so he recognized that Microsoft had to shift and he had to, it, it, he had to shift the focus of the organization from a product-centric um, uh, focus to um, one that is 
you know, embracing new technologies like cloud computing and, and artificial intelligence. And, um, and, you know, under his leadership, they've regained their, their position, you know, as a, as a leading tech company. So, um, he, he's done really well at leading through through change in, in, in the chaos. Another uh, really great example, and, and there's a book out, and the name is escaping me right now, but it's on my reading list. It's a, it's a biography of um, this leader, um, and, and she was the CEO of PepsiCo. Her name is uh, Indra Nuyi, and I think I'm pronouncing that name right, Indra Nuyi. Um, and, and she was the CEO of, of, of Pepsi, um, she just retired back in, I think, 2018, and she was uh, the CEO for like 12 years. And in her tenure, um, she faced a lot of challenges, a lot of change because of changing consumer preferences. And um, there was there was a lot more competition from from rival companies. And and so she had uh, overseen a lot of changes and transformation within the company. Um, and it included expanding their product offerings to include healthier options and, and, um, also sustainability initiative initiatives. And so, um, one of her biggest achievements was just the focus on diversifying their products, um, just beyond the, the, the sugary drinks and snacks. And, uh, it was because she recognized that that shift, that change that consumers were making, they were making more health conscious choices and she needed the company to adapt to that. And so um, she, she made those, those changes and she also made some strategic acquisitions within the organization. So um, those strate- strategic and significant investments um, really helped to create new products and, and aligned better with those changing consumer demands. And so she was a, a, a visionary and she exhibited bold leadership and really successfully navigated Pepsi through that chaotic time for them. And, and so um, what are some key qualities as you, as you think about qualities of, of a leader? What are some key qualities that they have to have? What did what did Indra Nui have and 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 Satya have? What what were some of the qualities that they had? Well, there are several that that come to my mind. Um, but first, they they had to have a strong sense of purpose, and they had to have a clear vision. And 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 I think that the leaders who lead well have a clear vision in their mind, even when their external circumstances seem to be less clear or, or, or foggy and, and they just don't have that clarity in their circumstances. In their mind, they have a clarity of what the image looks like um, and their 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 vision of where they're headed. And and I think the other thing that these leaders have is really the ability to be resilient because um, in chaotic times we're gonna make mistakes. And we're going to have failures. And so we need to be able to bounce back from setbacks. And, and, and these leaders have done that. And so uh, I'd, I'd encourage you to think of any great leader that you have um, either been around or seen from a distance, uh, read about. Um, they all are have the ability to be resilient. And they also have the ability to, to communicate um, really effectively. And 
and, and help others and to see what they see and inspire them to come on the journey with them. And, and so um, they're, they're really great communicators. So some other key traits and qualities that I'd like to just share and, and, and focus your thinking here for, for a moment is, and, and I, I, I've touched on this, but really they've, they've mastered the ability to, to have visionary thinking. They've been able to um, think big and they're able to uh, envision a, a future that maybe it doesn't even exist today. I mean, if you think of like people like Elon Musk, whether you love him or hate him or wherever you fall on, 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 on Elon Musk, um, he's a visionary. I mean, he is imagining a world that is much different than the one we live in right now. And so great leaders who can navigate these changes in, in this chaotic world um, are visionaries. They're able to see what others don't see. And so um, so become, so start to think about how you can be um, more visionary in your thinking and, and think beyond your current circumstances. You know, the other thing that these great leaders uh, do is they they take risks and they're willing to take the risks and pursue um, unconventional strategies, things that maybe haven't been tried before. And they're not really afraid to, to challenge the status quo. And that's a big deal. I mean, taking risks and, and knowing that they could fail and probably will fail at least some point along the way, they're not afraid to do that. And, and you know, sometimes we just have to fail in order for us to learn and to, to, to grow. And so uh, these great leaders in managing through chaotic times and, and leading through change are willing to, to take risks. And in that then, when they, they take risks and they try new things, they're adaptable. They're, they're able to adapt quickly and um, be able to make, make changes um, in their strategies and, and their, their outlook and their approach. Um, and, and those are the most successful uh, leaders, I think. They're, they're able to even anticipate ch uh, challenges ahead of what they, they may be able to see. And they, they'll anticipate the changes and then they'll adjust their plans and, and, and pivot. I hate to use that word. It's a, kind of an overused word right now. But they'll, they'll, they'll pivot, they'll move, and they'll change, and they'll take a different tack or a different direction because they see um, a, a challenge uh, ahead. And so they're really, really adaptable and they're really good at adapting. And I talked about this um, a little bit ago, but they're really strategic thinkers. So they, they're able to analyze complex problems and, and then develop um, creative solutions that, that really navigate um, those complex problems really well. Um, they're really able to see big picture and, and think strategically about those goals that they want to achieve and, and how to get there. So they truly do see possibilities and then they're able to roadmap their way there. And so I think that's a really big one to be able to think strategically and think big picture. And, and along with that, that strategic thinking doesn't come naturally and it doesn't come um, without being very intentional about it. So if you want to be a leader who is thinking strategically, 
you got to put it in your calendar. And, and when you put it in your calendar, block that time and then allow yourself the space to do that strategic thinking. And I think one last thing that I'll share here is just resilience. Um, these leaders are resilient. Um, they've, you know, like I said earlier, they've, they've faced significant setbacks. They've, they've faced challenges. Um, and, and whenever they've done that, they've found a way to come back and they've found a way to get through the adversity and, and really to bounce back with determination and, and, and passion. And so if, if you want to be a leader who is leading well through chaos and through, through change, um, you've got to be a visionary thinker and you've got to take risks and you've got to be adaptable and, and think strategically. And, and then you also have to be able to be resilient and, and bounce back. So one of the aspects that I talked about earlier was um, communication and being a good communicator. And, and so one of the questions that um, I, I thought about is how do, how do really great leaders ensure that their teams are really on board with their vision? And, and I think the one thing that I see great leaders doing is that they involve the team. They bring the team into the change process and they make sure that everybody understands why we're doing what we're doing. Not only that, but a lot of times these great leaders are going to um, crowdsource ideas for moving into the future because they recognize that they don't have all the answers. And I think that that's a, a really important aspect of, of leading and, and having the ability to get their teams on board with the vision because um, by virtue of bringing them in and having them involved and communicating the why, that's really how they're going to get their teams on board and to really buy into the vision. And in that process, one of the things that they do uh, especially is they address head on, you know, any objections or concerns or, or um, maybe hesitation that the team has. They, they speak straight, but they also listen generously. And then by, by doing that, that really gives the team this um, sense of ownership around the change and around the, the, the direction that the organization is going. Now, one of the, one of the aspects I think of, of leading through change is, um, is culture. And, and I think that if you've you know, been around long enough, you know that I, I really uh, love culture and I really love how to lead culture and uh, being very intentional with culture. And, and I think that one of the biggest mistakes that leaders make is under, underestimating um, the importance of that, of, of leading their culture and, and also aligning their changes with their culture of who they are. And, and I think that most change initiatives fail if they're not aligned with the, the, the organization's culture. I mean, leaders have to understand that um, they have ways of being and ways of doing things. And so if the team is not or has not been taught or learned how to embrace change, that's going to be a problem. And so embracing change is a whole different vantage point or a whole different way of approaching change 
rather than just adapting to change. Embracing has this idea of leaning in and grabbing hold of it because um, that's a different way to, to attack change and to really um, manage and, and, and navigate it. So um, make sure if you're a leader and you want to navigate change, make sure your team knows how to embrace it and really get them comfortable being uncomfortable and create that environment where they even feel safe just sharing their concerns and sharing um, what they're nervous about. And um, so especially when it comes to embracing change, not everybody's as eager to do that. Um, so it's it's something that you have to teach and, and lead. And if you're on the journey of um, leading change and, and, and you haven't addressed your culture, my advice is to focus on building it um, and, and build your, your fundamentals. Build, build a foundation that that is able to adapt to change, but not only adapt to change, embrace change. Um, if you are able to put into action the fundamentals of the, the behaviors that will help your people think creatively, um, that's going to really um, go a long way and really multiply your efforts at, at creating change and, and leading change. And I, I also have to just kind of stop and say that you have to be patient and you have to be persistent. So patience is really needed when when you're adapting change or embracing change or, or you're just navigating it because um, there's going to be setbacks and there, you know, we're dealing with our, our people who are emotional beings. But if you stay committed and if you hold that image in your mind and stay committed to your vision, but remain flexible in your approach, um, you really can lead your organization um, through the most chaotic of times. And I've I heard this um, phrase recently in some of the training that I've gone through myself, and I really love it. Um, the phrase is this, uh, plan tight, but hang loose. And, and I think that that says a lot about leading change. Plan tight, but hang loose. In other words, you know, plan plan like, you know, everything's going to go according to plan, but then hang loose because you know it's not going to. So be willing to adapt. And I guess the last thing I'll say here too is um, don't go it alone. You know, the best leaders understand the power and the magic of having an inner circle and a peer group really that can support them and 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 give you uh, a space to share ideas, thoughts, and, and have other people um, speak into your situation and, and give you insights that maybe you don't see on your own. And those are so valuable. It's so valuable and I, I wish everybody could experience it. Um, and, and probably as you know, we have the resources and we have the support available through you know our expert facilitators, um, our inner circle groups and um, I would love for you to um, experience that for yourself. So reach out to me if you have an interest. Um, I would be happy to have a conversation with you. I'd be happy to um, invite you to one of our inner circle groups um, as a guest and 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 just find out how you could participate and, and maybe experience it for yourself. You know, really with the right mindset and the right skills and and the right people surrounding you, you can be a, a successful change agent, a successful change leader 
in any environment. And so I want to encourage you to, to um, be bold and be brave, but also just hang on to that vision and continue to learn and grow. All right, I'm going to leave it there for this episode. Uh, As I said at the top of the episode, um, next week is our final episode. Um, Please join me for that. Uh, It it, it may be a bit shorter, but I'm I'm really excited to uh, just share a few more thoughts with you as we close out um, season two of In the Growth Space podcast. I really appreciate you listening in. And if you're one of our subscribers, thank you. Um, thank you for tuning in all the time. And for those of you who have fed back some some things that have really resonated with you, um, thank you for that as well. Uh, and like I have over the last few episodes, I really would like to leave you with um, a question. And, and, and that question is this. What's one thing that you can take from today's episode that you can implement right away. So what's one thing that you can take from this episode and implement it right away? You know, one of the things that um, helps us to continue to grow is to take something that we've heard and implement it right away. So whatever that is for you, um, do it. And then would you just do me a favor, reach out to me and and, and share it. Um, David at davidmcglennon.com is my email. Um, and, and, and I have to say, I've gotten a lot of different notes and messages over the past few weeks in some of these, you know, or after some of these solo episodes. And I really am encouraged uh, by, by what you're getting. And I'm, I personally am really growing through the process of, of sharing some of these thoughts uh, on these solo episodes. And so I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the encouragement, really appreciate the, the feedback as well. So thank you so much for listening in. It really uh, means the world to me that you're here. And until next time, be well and stay in your growth space.